Kenneth Cameron. The Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV begins right now. I see my boys. There's Ira. There's Corey on the other side of the glass. Hello, everybody. This brought to you by, as always, in part, Register Sausage. Yay, sausage. That was a throaty one. We're out the gates, baby. We're good to go. Bought registers, registers, if I could say it. Good Lord, that word's kicking my ass today. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning. Publix on the way home. Got the short links. Oh, the short links. Was feeling the short links. Just the short links? Just the short links. Okay, they were practically well, sold others. out. Yeah, I was going to say, and you want to save it for other people, too. You don't want to be uh, a hoarder. No, and they were they were they were preciously low. I mean, I, you couldn't I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, good for Ben. They're selling out. But sounds like you might need to talk to that meat manager. Get, get after some, him next get time. Get some more Let him know what are we doing around here. Her. That seems aggressive. Like it's one thing if we go and and complain when they don't carry it at all. Yeah, but if but they're just a little low. light, yeah. a little light. Still. Hey, I noticed there's only two Andoes over there. Yeah, Corey's taking it to the next level of complaining. He's just like a yeah, modern. They don't citizen. run out of. They're right. not low on cocoa crispies or. Diet Coke. They don't need to be low on register ever. If if you uh if you live in the state, the wonderful state of Florida, the beautiful state of Florida, or lately it's been gorgeous. Various other. Oh man, that's why. You know what? We get the show outside. This is my official last hoodie wearing day. You can't get away with that. I thought two or three weeks ago, I was like, I'm done with the hoodie for this year. But then I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? We're going with the hoodie. It's my last chance uh, until uh, maybe November. Let me ask you that. That was a fashion choice. You weren't actually cold. I wasn't so I don't, I'm cold. getting worried. I know I you're just, getting up there in age. I was glad to know it was an option. Okay. No, but All no, right. it's not cold. Okay. Uh, but if you don't live in the Southeast, uh, the growing, continually growing, expansive reach of Register Sausage, you can order it online at registermeats.com. Ben and his people, Knowles, they will have it shipped to you. It'll come fresh, delicious. A bunch of different varieties, not just the short links. You got the jalapeno cheddar. Mm. You got the mm-hmm. uh, the hot sausage, mm. which is uh, fantastic. And then the, the regular, the OG, and a bunch of different varieties. So check it out, registermeats.com. Where do we want to start? Uh, celebrating the end of the portal? Yeah, that's a good, a good place. place. Can we just all collectively, the three of us at the very least, uh, really get excited about that? I think we fans could, get we, excited about that. We could preview tonight's Florida, Florida State baseball game. Yeah. I didn't even know they were playing. In no. Jacksonville. And it's also <laughs> not on TV, which I think is a nice gesture. Yeah, it is. Nice. Man, that'll be the one they win. <laughs> Nobody sees it. Yeah, it's like a tree in the forest. So, you know, again, I have to do this every time. We're not doing baseball. Don't don't listen. No, I'm not baseball. complaining about baseball. Oh, I thought complaining you complaining about baseball coverage. There was oh. a day. The, yeah. the idea that this is not even televised. Now, this is a rescheduled game, so in I'm sure that's part of, of it. In the Florida, what are we doing? Yeah, Sunshine would have been over there, and maybe over there doing a pregame show. You would have had a 48-hour pregame yeah. buildup to this matchup. Sunshine did all things excessively Florida. I'm yeah. at the point where you're like, well, good God, guys. But I'd rather that than what we have now, which is good luck. Maybe you'll find it. <laughs> you got, we got Lulu. You got, you can listen to Lulu. You can, and uh, you can. They've got the game day app also, and you can uh, follow us online. Well, I'm sure we'll have a a live thread on the message board. Too bad for Lulu this year. Yeah, no, I think he's a trooper though. Yeah. I told him that. I text him during the game sometimes just to let him know. I was like, I was making a run to Fresh Market the other day. I listened to an inning of us getting our ass beat, and uh, I texted him. It was like, hey man, better hang in there. I know we're down 12, but you're still fighting the good yep. fight. He laughed. He laughed. I mean, at the commercial break, I got a little laugh emoji. So, yeah, he probably, I'm sure he appreciates it. He doesn't get a whole <laughs> lot of laughs. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, yeah, let's start off with uh, celebrating the end of the portal window. Yeah. All things considered, uh, they did well. Not bad, right? Uh, you got to imagine a couple are coming back this way here in the next week or two, right? Um, and I would say 
the the two that you might lament or are um well it depends on what you bring back but are Pittman and McClendon right and all things considered when you look around the country to have only two post spring that you kind of like oh man are we going to have are you going to be able to fill those holes that seems like you got off pretty well especially considering what you brought in in December but i mean there's a chance i mean a receiver be they could upgrade yes, because correct. of some of the players that are out there that they're getting involved with so that may end up being a net positive the other thing is safety just because of the the cluster you lost yeah. two safeties and you don't have a lot so but yeah, I, I feel confident that they'll replace that yeah not a ton of depth there we discussed the uab kid maybe they bring in we'll see um they've got some options but it will be interesting to see them be aggressive look for a grad transfer something like that i, I do believe they will but yeah I, I think that anytime you start to stockpile talent and you raise the floor of that talent and you realize that teams are going to come pick off some of your players if you get away with only losing some reserves and you know some guys that were kind of role players for lack of a better term you feel really good about it i mean if we were going to grade these, would you say the biggest loss here is what? McClendon? Probably. Uh, but main only, in my opinion, because you don't know what Micah Pitt was going to be, man. Like, what? how healthy was he going to be? Was he going to be able to even play in September and play effectively? McClendon was a starter-ish guy that gives you four. He was going to be in the rotation for he, sure. He gave you four competent. You probably have two very good defensive ends, and the other two could be competent, solid guys, and he was one of those guys. Based and on what I'm hearing, it. by the way, uh, I, I don't, I do not believe Corey. To answer your question, I do not believe Micah Pittman was going to play against LSU. I'm not sure he was going to play against Clemson. What? So if I, that's the case, you didn't lose much of anything. Well, I, and he was 25 yards a game last year. It well, but that, like it's not was, the yardage. He, he's a tough yeah, kid yeah, and a exactly great blocker right. and yeah. a good teammate. And I loved his mindset. Right, but but beyond that, if he can't play in the two biggest games of the year, meaning LSU and Clemson, hey man, have a good one. It's just not that big of a loss, right? Uh, Quentin in the chat says uh, he's got some breaking news for us. He's uh, in Mobile, Alabama at Vigor High School or Vigor High School. I think it's Vigor High School. Okay. But he said Patrick Sertan is there recruiting right now. He just talked to him. That's also the home of Sidney Williams, former Florida State Seminole, That's right. now Missouri Tiger. Oh, he, went to, he's in, he went to Missouri. Yeah. Did that happen recently? Uh, at some point over the last couple months. Okay. But, so uh, no Colorado? Uh, not Colorado. Uh, I, you know, I think uh, maybe he missed the, uh, the big – what do you what's the opposite of an exodus the influx the the big in, 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 <laughs> he, he uh he, when he went in the portal Dion hadn't cut half of his well right. two-thirds of his team at that yeah point. yeah yeah by the way like it's funny to see like uh you know on twitter or I, people have been asking me too to just know what i do like man colorado's getting all of florida state's players and i'm like they're not getting the ones that Florida State really misses that <laughs> yeah, much. Like they're not they did getting not, the good ones. They did not raid and get the best groceries in the pantry, man. Right. They got. I mean, McClendon again. You'd like to have him, but I mean, what? I, I don't get it, man. Why would Derek McClendon, who'd been here for years, had worked himself into the rotation, lives in Tallahassee, Florida, now want to go to Boulder, Colorado, to play for a team that won one game? How, that didn't work out the way. All he right, intended. all right. So listen, it you, didn't you, work out the way he intended. It, yeah, it, it didn't work have. out the way it, it, he intended. That is correct. You've got to stop trying to apply logic. rational thought and logic to okay. any of this. Emotion does play a part of it. There are a lot of other factors. Uh, again, you're dealing with kids oftentimes, or at least very young adults, you know, 19, 20 years old. We all didn't make great decisions back then. Sometimes you think you have something that you don't. And, you know, I, I think that's the case with certain players. Not well, everyone, not everyone, but certain players. And I think, you're 100% right. Emotions do play a part of it. And I, I just relating it to my own life. I had a job when I was in my mid 20s. I was older than these guys. My yeah. mid 20s had a job on the internet, my first online job. And uh, 
I there was like a there bunch you of were us. on the World Wide Web before everybody. Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. It's sportsline.com. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, most people were dialing up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we had a desk. Basically, they had a news desk of like twenty. They hired twenty five copy editor desk people from newspapers around the country, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And like three or four of us were picked to be like closers at night. Like we were in charge at night. So we ran. We supervised everybody else. And I, it was like me and another guy, a buddy of mine, were kind of like jockeying to see who's like the golden child. Like we were yeah. both. And the day of the Super Bowl that year, I was like, I was the NFL editor. So I was going to be running our NFL arena in the homepage for the Super Bowl. In that morning, they told me that they wanted Brian to run. Oh, I can see where this is that, going. That page instead of me. Oh, effing Brian. And Ooh. what they said was, well, it's because we want you to do this, this, and this. And like, Brian's going to do that. And he I, wanted the expertise of Ira. That's, it how they, that's how they tried to sell it. But you didn't buy that. That's not what I was you hearing. You thought you were getting the shaft. So two months later, I went back to Thomasville. There you go. There and, you go. Uh, I showed them. Yeah. But fast forward, uh, when you made the decision, were you thinking, and how long did it take you to, to, to think, boy, that, that was a mistake. Well, so <laughs> I here's shouldn't the thing. have done that. So when I when I handed my notice, like I handed my typed up little resignation letter, uh-huh. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. And the editor was like, he was like really broken up. He's like, is there something we can do? He was like trying to No, you already gave me the shaft. And yeah. that's what I said. And so basically, so I would go back to Thomasville and then uh Sportsline went public mm. and the price of the stock went to like seventy or eighty dollars a share. Oh boy. And I'm sitting in Thomasville, Ooh. and I had given up all my shares to our, yeah. to our, for our IPO. All because your ego took a yeah. shot. All because of Brian. I feel like I can relate to DMAC. So I feel like I might be able to relate here's the to thing. what he might be thinking, especially in November but when he's playing the, the shaft, snow. What was the shaft he got? Uh, they brought well, they in, brought in Gil Brad, the man. exact same I mean, they, defensive yeah, end. From, they, they, he was still fourth. I mean, he was still uh, going to uh, be in the rotation. But, but here's, here's where dealing with NIL is a problem. If they go and bring in my clone, 6'4", 253, and then they pay him to come here. And I'm not. Or at least you believe. We believe believe that those guys were paid to come here. Not induced, of course. Once they made the decision to come to Florida State, they saw the opportunities. And, and, And yet you're already here. You've put in the work. And you say, man, what, what are we doing here? What, what is all this? Perhaps. At that point, you do take a, a bit of a blow to the ego and decide, no, man, F that. I've, been, I've put in my time. I'm going to go somewhere else. Now, here's the other problem. Colorado. No, but that's not what he said. I know. That's where he ended up. So that is the problem is that, okay, in the moment, you can look at a guy across from you and say he's the same player or, or not even as good as me. This is anybody, not just McClendon. And you can say, well, the battle's in or whomever is paying that guy. They're not paying me. I'm not getting anything. I've been here. I've, I started games for this team. And then you go to them and say, I'd like something similar. And maybe they don't see the value that you see in yourself. And so yeah. now you're going to say, all right, I'm out. But what I don't like for these kids is that there's just like before all this system was in place, you've got people who disseminate misinformation, so bad outright actors. lies, yeah, bad, bad actors. actors. Yeah. And they tell you, hey, you know what? You don't have to put up with that, man. You're right. That's wrong. They just went out and got basically you. And they're paying him and they're not paying you. I'll tell you what. Ole Miss will give you $200,000. Miami's going to give you $300,000. Georgia Tech will give you $250,000. Whomever, right? So you want to believe that's true. And the pitch is that this, a lot, well, you have these street agents that if they get the deal they organized, get they get a percentage of it. Yes. So they have a vested interest. But if it doesn't work out, it's no skin you off. end up at Colorado. <laughs> 
That's what yeah. happens. That's, yeah. that's how it goes down. In the Pittman, the Pittman one is even more bizarre just because of, you know, he's coming off a hip surgery. I mean, this isn't, he's well, not a real appealing wide receiver portal candidate, I wouldn't think. He's a, he is a, almost a definition of what NIL should be, name, image, likeness. He is huge on the internet. Sure. He's, that's his really, I don't want to say his only value, but coming off of an injury, it's a, it's a, it's really the only value right now that's a sure thing. Like those viewers aren't going anywhere, right? They're, they're staying with him. He's got a following. I don't know. You think Florida State fans are going to watch Micah Pittman's well, blog? No, Florida no. State no. fan is, but I, what I'm saying is he's got people outside of Florida yeah, State. Yeah, he had a big audience before they came here because yeah. he had the channel with his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I, he's an influencer. He's an influencer. And so you go to a place, let's say like Utah, where you know, nobody's watching Utah football. Good program. Great coach. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's worth more to, to a booster, to somebody to shed a light on Utah. I don't know. But you have different reasons for every kid. And there are some bad actors out there. I hate it. And until you can get it all figured out, this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. And, and sometimes kids should just go. Like if they have better opportunities or more playing time somewhere else, we kind of applaud that. None yeah. of us have a problem. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, a perfect example, I think, is Cooper. I mean, if if he if Duke Cooper gets to go play corner and gets to start at Colorado, then yeah, maybe it's a better situation for him. He yeah. wasn't going to start here at corner. Right. And, you know, he didn't want to play safety. So I think I, I think that those kids – Certainly, they'll get an opportunity to go and play. Uh, there's a there's a there's a conversation about what all that is at Colorado in terms of what's what's offered and what's available. But playing time being the main thing, and they will immediately upgrade a very very bad and somewhat empty uh, Colorado locker room. Say, um, yeah. It's not even improving; roster. it's just creating. Yeah, I think I think that what they don't realize, perhaps, perhaps, is that um, it's gonna be a long year. Oh, they're long. gonna suck. I mean, they're gonna be horrible. Right. It's also going to be interesting. I don't. I don't think Dion's quarterback his son is a is a great quarterback. No, he's not. But he's always going to be the quarterback. Well, imagine that. So what's that? What is right. that going to do for the dynamic of that locker room? Because that kid's not going to get benched if he's if he struggles in the Pac-12. Yeah, and for people that are listening to this, none of us hate Dion oh, or Shador do. Sanders. I don't. Not, well, I don't not, hate Dion. I, I don't. I grew up. He, but, I, had, I had his posters on my wall. But man. what I would say about you know, hate's so a strong word. The verdict's out yeah. on the quarterback because on his son because. At Jackson State, he literally never had any pressure. I mean, it would be like standing back. I mean, there was never. I mean, he just had a clean pocket almost all the time. And he's. I mean, he's, he's a solid player, he's a decent player. But I don't know. You know, again, throwing against power five DBs with a power five pass rush with an inferior team, it's going to be a little different than what it was. He's better hope they have some semblance of an offensive line coming in that portal. I mean, because that they, they couldn't block anybody a year ago. And I don't care if you're an elite quarterback or a sorry one or anybody in between. You got zero chance with that group. If you can't run the ball, you're one-dimensional, and you can't block it up, I, you, it's going to be a long day for the fine folks in Colorado. But it's a better team than they had last year. It does not. Well, we'll see. Um, I mean, it can't be worse, can it? I mean, they, they could win zero games. They won one last year. We'll see. I mean, they got to get the two wins. Yeah, they got to get the two. <laughs> they got to get the two. They, they get could there. get the two. I think they'll get I did there. look at the schedule. There's there's maybe two. Well, the problem is he, he is going to upgrade the talent, but it's it's none of these guys have gone through spring football. I mean, like, literally, they'll be starting with a whole new team, and it'll be a great reality show because that's what it is. Well, that's the, that's the pitch. That's the whole thing. All right. Luckily, that's not our situation here. They all this stayed. is a preseason Most top the, 15 team, yeah, top 10 team. Top 10 this team, is one man. with they, uh, a ton of expectations. Keeping Farmers a big deal. Like that's a, That was a really big deal because obviously that was quite dicey. Uh, I'm not sure what all happened there, but it's good that he's back in the fold. You got everybody you needed to come back. 
I don't think you can upgrade a defensive end. I think wide receiver and safety, there are people out there that are going to make you a better football team that you'll you'll land in the next couple of weeks. I think that's very possible. I, you know, we don't know about defensive end because it's always possible that somebody, a grad, a grad transfer yeah, could Yeah, could I was just looking. I, I talked about on Wake Up Warchant. The pickings are pretty slim at defensive mm -hmm. end on the market right now as you look. Like, uh, Sean Bray Jackson is the ninth-ranked defensive end in the country right now in the portal. So that tells you kind of what you're him. working with. Yeah, go back and get hey, yeah. Sean Bray. <laughs> top, 10, top 10 portal get. <laughs> Well, so this gets back to the discussion about just because somebody's ranked high within the portal doesn't mean they're a good player. Correct. So, you but in December it does because it's a flood of people in December. I think usually right now, there's more. It's yeah. still relative. Yeah. I mean, because that's yeah. the point. I mean, it is like it's a little inflated. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, to say Fentrell Cypress is the number two corner in the country, that's the of, number two of the available, of the available yeah, corner. Available corner. Um, but yeah, as far as um, yeah, I mean, I think if if you're a defensive end out there and you're on a Average to below average football. Make team. the pitch right here. Make the pitch. Florida yeah. State would be attractive. Yes, because I could not. Be. I tell you, us why. You could be in the that too deep right away. You'd be yep. in the main rotation on a team that's going to start off top five or top ten. You're going to be playing on national national TV. The season over yep. against LSU. Another Got chance, a chance to win a conference title and go to the yeah. college football playoff. So yeah, it, that's an easy sell. Yep. They just need some fish to jump in the pond. Mm. So and I think they will. I think that'll happen. And I think they're in a much better position in that sense. I. I they didn't have to be desperate. I would watch on the chat every day where people say, what are we doing? Why aren't we going out there? Why aren't we going out there? Not all the people in the portal are pits. And you got, you know, if you don't see a guy, you don't just take a guy to take a guy just because it's a position of need. You know, you might it's safety. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, you got, I know they're thin. They're thin there, but are you I, move someone? I, I think, well, they're making an effort on yeah. a safety. We know. And, and I think there'll be another one that comes out that they'll have an opportunity to get as well. Some of the headlines, 93.3 real talk radio, war chant TV. Continues in just a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Major League Baseball is finally back in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. Wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of a brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus 
of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Battle of two first-place teams down in St. Petersburg tonight between the Pirates and the Rays. Two best records in baseball squaring off tonight the Pirates, down there man. in St. Pete between and the, the Pirates and the Rays. We got the Orioles and the Braves the this weekend. Braves How about, weekend. What a weekend. Yeah. What a, here we go. What Thank a week. You. Corey's got me coming up there. We're going to go watch. Yeah, yeah, figured as much. 11.30 a.m. start time. You ever Why? heard of that? Why? Yeah. Apparently, TBS started airing games at 11.30 in the morning on Sundays. Not what you do. I'm not a fan of it. No. 11.30 a.m. is nuts. You but anyway, I guess I'll be there. You've been up there, uh, Ira, to the battery? No, I've not been there. You'll no. like it. They've it's done a, a cool good place. job with yeah. it. Yeah, it is a cool place. i got to give them credit. They've done well. I didn't have anything against the old stadium. I didn't either. They've had six since I was alive. So, you know, they go through <laughs> yeah. them every five this years. This was a lot so. better uh, environment. Yeah. You didn't that. like the old Fulton County back in the day? Any of them. There was nothing to do. I they like just Fulton had County. parking lots around the stadium. This, they actually created a yeah, little whole mini thing. town yeah. where you can go and do stuff before the game or after. They did, and it's nice. I had a good time there last year. Went to see the Pirates play the Braves last year. Yeah, when the Braves get their ass kicked, though, you're going to want us just to go home. You're I can't not wait to see out. both you. Both of you guys are going to be coming to me for uh, playoff tickets, mm. World Series tickets, and his, right. his, and yeah. you, NLDS or NLCS. Yeah, we could be going at, for our right to play the Orioles in a famed rematch <laughs> right. of the uh, yeah. World right. Series of yesteryear. 50, four years 71, later. 79. Here we go again. 2023. 44. What I say? 54? Whatever. 34. It's like throwing it around. It's been a long time. It's been too long. I'm, I'm 51. I was eight when the Pirates won the World Series over the Orioles in 1979. I was, uh, how old were you the last time the Orioles won the World Series? 12. I was 45 when the Braves last won the World Series. <laughs> you were? Yeah. So how about that? Good. Hey, yeah. feels yeah. good. Go F yourself. How about that? <laughs> I'm just saying, it feels feel? good. You guys are going to love that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, hang in there. Just got to keep on believing, Ira. I want a Pirates, Ra a Pirates Rays World Series or a Pirates Orioles World Series. We'd be amazing. Pirates aren't going to the World Series. I'm not delusional. Yeah. I also think it's cool to see a good month. Yeah. I think you would, I think. Watching the Orioles in person, you may switch. You no, may no, just, you I know what? You may just decide. You may just in decide. Chicago. But no. this is even a better team than no, that team. I still be a Braves fan, but I, I most hey, fun I root, team in Major League Baseball. I root for both of your teams when they're playing. So this is what happens amongst baseball folk for the most part. I think the lone exception is that if you're not a Yankees fan, you never root for the Yankees. Well, I'm like that with the Red Sox too. So I know you've got some weird thing, but. Yeah, By the way, how awesome was it? With Boston losing? Uh, the Bruins losing uh, yeah. all-time collapse. Yeah, I, I don't know if I – it is a collapse, right? They were up 3-1, and they had the best record in the history of the league. First of all, it is a complete collapse. Yeah. They blew a three-games-to-one lead to a team that got into the playoffs in the second-to-last day. Would you yeah. classify that as a failure? Yeah, I think yeah. you would. I think yeah. you would. And then the Celtics losing to yeah. the Sixers without Joel Embiid. Is, is, that's a pretty awesome – 24-hour snapshot for uh, Boston fans. Oh, uh, old fat ass turned about the clock last night with 45. He did, didn't he? man. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, well, I hate Harden. There's nothing to like about James Harden, but he did turn it back last night with 45. So it was something. Uh, I've enjoyed the NBA playoffs. I know our fine listeners don't want me to expound upon that, but it has been enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, whoever writes the uh, my bookie promos, mm -hmm. they do a pretty good job. I think those are uh, and obviously your reading of them takes it to a higher level. Well, what they do is they trust the you know. 
the orator, right. the narrator, yeah. to, to really bring it to you. life, to bring it to life. But like, like that, here you go. whatever that money bag thing is, that Ooh. sounds like a like. You want to do it? It gets my. I've gets, convinced yeah, you to do it. Yeah. Maybe they should pay me more on these reads. <laughs> I've convinced you to. Joe, to Joe add Long asks a good question. He goes, Corey, how old were you when you actually watched the Braves win a World Series? Ooh, it's a great call, Joe. I did nice. watch a few of the games. I watched a few of the games. I did not watch the clinching game. I've watched it since a bunch. And I was there in game five when they hit a grand slam in the first inning to take a 4-0 lead. And I thought, here we go. I'm going to watch them celebrate. I'm going to get to watch them celebrate. And then it, Tucker Davidson came and it collapsed. And uh, they had to and it scarred you in such a way that you wouldn't uh, turn your eyes back to the Braves again. I literally, uh, I that's the that's the last time I got that drunk. And I don't know if I've told this story or not, but there, there are 30 or 40 people that were in that stadium that day they will never forget the drunk bald guy screaming F Tucker Davidson. That's where I was. But you weren't that guy. Yes, I was. You were that guy. I was that guy. I was on the shuttle bus back to the parking lot saying, Snicker, don't pitch mentor or freed Tucker F and Davidson. And my friends had to be like, Corey, just shut up, man. Corey, we're in public. Yeah, mm-hmm. People I, that, can hear you and see you. Around. You're that guy. I spent a lot of money on those tickets, hoping to see a win. Well, come you on, see man. a grand slam in the first inning. You're like, this is going to be fun. And then Tucker Davidson and the rest of the pitching staff blow, uh, blows it. And then I was. And, and then yeah. you were belligerent. I'm not even mad about you being that guy as much as I am mad at nobody for getting video of you being that guy. They might have gotten it. I might have gotten I, it. I would like to it. see that at some point. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I passed out on my couch with the door open. It was a rough night, man. It's such a good thing, man. We were in our twenties before video phone, iPhone. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine? I don't get, it's interesting, Corey, that you, you were affected that way because you're not normally that way, period. I, I would argue. I think it's because. Hold on, the, hold on. I, okay, I want to float this theory out. Okay. I think the team, the only team, the only team you are truly a fan of is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, yeah, say yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's a true thing. Yeah, yeah. you are like a hearty, that hearty is, that fan. That is it. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one. That's why. Yeah, it, 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 your eight-year-old self was responding to a heartbreaking defeat. Well, and you, would, I, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but as an Atlanta eight. fan, you see some heartbreak over the years, and you're like, you have a three-one lead. <laughs> yeah, man, you're go, at home. Yeah, go, winning the division twenty-seven straight years. It's lot. just brutal. You know what it is? It's I've always compared it to Florida State fans. In the 90s, you had some incredible, obviously incredible teams and incredible moments and incredible wins. But, man, those losses stick oh, with you. Oh, yeah, they stick. Wide rights still bother me. And there have been moments, uh, the 2002 yeah. game still bothers me. against Jim Lahren still sticks with me. It just does. <laughs> uh, the, the Dodgers in 2020 just stuck with me. And then I'm like, man, they're going to blow this again. I spent all this money to take my friends it's down. It's not to about this the money. You don't care about the money. Know, it's about like, your emotions. You couldn't lose. handle it. He's so mentioned money it. three times. I know. It, it might not, be about the money. It's not about the money. He's trying to hide behind the money. But, it's, but it's so emotion. anyway, uh, anytime, uh, anytime Tucker Davidson's name's mentioned, my friends give me grief. And when he got his championship ring in the parade, they yeah. all sent me pictures of him getting his championship. I, I would send you his card signed. But there was a kid that I had to. So we got standing room only tickets for that game because the everything else was sold out. And what I didn't realize, standing room only tickets sound great. Like, everybody's sitting. You're standing in the concourse. You can watch the game. Well, everybody stood up for the whole game, every pitch. Yeah. So Because it meant something, Corey. Well, right. But it's like, well, standing room only does us no good because I can't see. So I asked the kid. There was a 17-year-old kid with his dad. I'm like, hey, man, can I stand on your seat while you're standing up behind you? I promise I'm not going <laughs> to breathe on you. Fondle you. Fondle you. You know, yeah. give you a massage. Nothing None of that. He's like, like that. yeah, sure. And I told the dad, I'm like, man, I'm going to Venmo you $100. This is awesome. 
And as soon as I stood up on that seat, Duvall hit the grand slam. And I'm like, buddy, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm it. here. You're stuck with me for the rest of the night. And essentially, I dry humped that kid for seven innings, screaming "F Tucker Davidson," and I felt really bad about his World Series. <laughs> Did you send his dad a hundred bucks? No, he wouldn't. At least you got your money's worth. <laughs> I mean, so covering the Florida State LSU series in Baton Rouge and watching Florida State go to the College World Series by beating a storied program like LSU with, that with a rather yeah. improbable group, yes. <laughs> is what I called them. That, too, was standing room only if you were anywhere right. between third base and first base or behind home plate. You, you had no chance. It was crazy the whole time, but it's a lot of fun. I have that on film, too. Have you ever had your team lose but for, like, a tinge feel good for the other team? No. In any ever? situation? Yes. I, that's so condescending. I don't think that I have. I, I You know, maybe, I was thinking about this see. today. Uh, if the Mets and Braves met in the NLDS, in the Mets beat the Braves. I was for half a second. I was like, man, that would be cool for Tom Lang. And then I'm like, that's so condescending. Yeah, number he, one, no, and I also don't think I believe it. You're not saying you're not sitting next to Tom. Well, good for you, good for you little good guy. You. you got to see a playoff win. Yes, you know, come on, you're not doing now, that. If, they won the, if the Mets won the World Series, I'd feel good for him, but not if they beat the Braves to get there. You know what I mean? I yeah, think but then if they got to there, you would reform over I an guess. American League team, wouldn't you? I, I don't know because so, I I, t- I hold it against teams that beat my team, and I want them to feel <laughs> pain. That, no, I think that's the natural inc- inclination, and that's the child in all of us for sure. <laughs> but I'm wondering, can you get to a point? Yes, you can. Where, okay. Yes, because I don't care about the Braves, and when they won the World Series, I was happy for Corey, happy for my buddy. Uh, I have like five different guys, uh, buddies I've known over the years that well, are. The, but for, the Pirates weren't in contention. Let me ask but you this. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I used to hate the Braves. And I was going to say, no, in 92, 92, when they Sid lost Bream. to the Blue Jays, were oh. you unhappy? Or were no, you... but I didn't care about Toronto. I know, but you were happy that the Braves lost. I'm sure in 92, because I was yeah. 21 years old. But I was that wasn't, happy but about the Blue Jays that. were not a hateable team, really. No, Joe Carter. Yeah, you like, everybody likes Joe Carter. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I didn't. So if Florida State loses to LSU in September, LSU goes to win the national championship. Okay, I, I didn't think so. No, I but I it, don't sit around. No, no. So you're talking about holding hatred to the team that knocks your team out. And I think most fans do that when they're caught up in the emotion. But if you have friends that have been lifelong, loyal, good fans of a team. So, for example, you just said I, I you're happy when the Pirates win. When you see the Pirates yeah. win, you're like, good for Jeff. Just, you know, the Pirates suck. Forever. They're whatever. Right. Yeah. They've been bad for a long, long time. All right. So you're happy for me. Well, if the Pirates somehow take this magic all the way through the National League and get to the World Series, you're going to be pissed if they knock the Braves off along the way and decide you're no longer happy no, for me? No, you're right. <laughs> let me, I, well, let me ask you. It, so it like, depends on how your fans act when you win. Are you doing a mocking chop? Are you like they all do every time somebody beats the Braves or Florida State? Or are they doing that? Then but, I'll be like, let no, me ask you know. this. All right. So when we sat there in the press box at Doe Campbell Stadium, and watch those Jacksonville State kids celebrate for, for 20 minutes yeah, at least on the field. Yeah, one kid just left. I was <laughs> over there a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Wasn't there a little bit of you that was like, you know what, man, good for those guys. Uh, no, They'll remember no, that the rest of their not. lives. Man, I was like, what and are Florida we going to do for our job? Like, what is our job now? <laughs> Didn't Jacksonville I, State turn around and get their oh, they ass were all beat by some coach got fired. Coach yeah. got fired a month later. Yeah, no, I wasn't happy yeah. for that. I'm like, at least go on and do something <laughs> with not, it, you losers. I'm not happy for them, but I was just like, you know what? Like, this this is like these kids are going to tell their great kids about the day they beat Florida State in Doe Campbell Stadium. I, I don't care. It was lucky, and we were in a state of disarray, disarray if, and if, it was coaching blunders everywhere. If Mackenzie Milton had beaten Notre Dame, do you think any Notre Dame fans would have been, you know what, that's a cool story? 
Mackenzie Milton, that's a cool story. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. But I mean, the man losing is, to Jacksonville State isn't the same thing as losing to Mackenzie Milton. Like that's an all-time. That was the rock bottom of the. Mackenzie program. wouldn't have played for Jacksonville State. Well, he would not have. I'm right. trying to think. There aren't too many situations. You're right. Where I've ever, it's especially right after the game. I'll be honest. Felt good for the other team. The second wide ride, I felt good for those Miami <laughs> kids. <laughs> With the ibis celebrating with them, and, and the, or when the when kid the wide taunted, left with the kid was the taunting Bathia. Well, they're yeah, so likable. <laughs> yeah, they've been loyal for so long. Those fans deserve it. Fans, yeah, man. they care so deeply about their canes. You know, Good for those canes yeah. finally winning that big game. Good for them, my goodness, and they handled it with such dignity. <laughs> they always did. They always shook your hands. Yeah, it's a great, great game. game. Great game. It's nothing without you being in the rivalry. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate this so much. Since so. you guys are going to break laws and Pell grants and all this fraud yeah. and all this, like at least you're rewarded with wins. We're <laughs> That's good. Good for you. Civil Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Oh, God, I mean, this looks, looks like, like a guy Greek, you'd like to beat like the hell out God. Um, and, and just to hear him talk is annoying, even today. But I went years later. Years and years later, I looked back and was like, man, they were something. That was fun to watch. Like, I, I'm glad I got to see them pitch. I'm glad I got to see that staff, just especially Maddox. Imagine mm. getting to fill out that lineup card every day. Oh, yeah, that's a toughie. Well, they <laughs> the never genius had a, that was Bobby they Cox. They never had a closer, man. I would have given up one of those starters for Mariano Rivera. But, They'd have two more World Series titles. But, I mean, yeah, like, I can do that. I can go get years removed and no longer feel the pain of Sid Bream's moment or Otis making that catch. And, you know, mm. all those moments. But I, I look back now, I'm like, I'm glad I saw that. I'm glad I was around. As a fan of baseball, I got to watch a really good pitching staff, an all-time great pitching staff. Win a whole lot of division titles. That's right. And a, and one World Series. <laughs> one. 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 Got that one. Got that one. Thanks yeah. to Marquise Grissom. Good old Marquise. So, I mean, uh, just like Ira probably has great appreciation for Willie Stargell and Dave Parker and mm, yeah, Bill, Bill Garner, Madlock. Omar Marino, Bill Madlock, Rennie Stennett. Matlock or Madlock? Madlock, right? Yeah, Bill yeah. Mad. Mad Dog. Uh, no, I hated all, all of them. I in the song brings out a visceral reaction to me. We right? are family. When, when that comes on, when that song comes on, 
the it like my blood pressure. You didn't, rises. Even, like, you didn't even like Tim Foley. When do you, you hear that song? Yeah, it I comes mean, on. It's still when a you're big at the song. Disco? Well, he goes to the disco skating on Friday rink. and Saturday night. Skating oh, you're at the skating. You didn't rink. like yeah. the Cobra? Come on, baby. What about? You're he, trying to get me to curse. Mike Easler, you didn't like any of these guys? You're trying to get me to curse. Dale Barra? All right, enough. <laughs> back, to, uh, back to Florida State Dale. football. <laughs> you had to like that. What do y'all think the over-under is on draft picks next year? Okay, so this is good. We were talking about this yesterday. Somebody's got to drive this show. Watching, watching, uh, you know, Jamie go in the fifth round. Yeah, and, and he's the only one. He's the yeah. only one. Hey, but good looking out, Jamie. The streak would have ended would if have he didn't been, go out. Yeah, the streak's still alive. All these people are like, oh, he should have stayed in school. It's like, oh, okay, well, the streak would have ended. Yeah. No, <laughs> and he's right. not, he wasn't going to better his stock. No, he, he was what he was. He was he supposed he, to go. He, he, you know, been pretty, it's like, it's not like he hadn't produced at this level. No, and the, and the thing he was always going to have against him is the very reason he fell to the fifth. He's an incredibly productive football player who's undersized and slow. We'll get right back to that. Daniel Cronin asked in the chat, He, I think you might have asked it yesterday on your show, and I don't think you guys really finally answered the question. We can talk about it now. Do okay. Cooper's injury when he got rolled up on. They they want to know what right, we so never Corey, talked before about. Before you it. answer, I I yeah, I took a cursory glance at this and said, I don't know. I do remember him coming up lame limping yeah, after, with an ankle, yeah. but I don't remember that I knew it was profound at the time. Did you? We didn't no, know it was profound at but, the time. So they do these one on one. But drills. it was just a yeah. weird thing that if you yeah. weren't watching, you we were all out there at the time. They, I remember they were, it was after the play though. They do one on one drills. Uh he ran a he was covering someone that ran a deep route. He knocked it down because he was playing pretty well at that time. And as he's walking back, and they do these one-on-one -on -one drills from the end zone, like the five-yard line. So they're wa he's walking back to get back into the huddle with all the other defensive guys on the sideline. Out the, of bounds. Out of bounds, like three yards out of bounds. They The next route is, I guess, a corner route or a, just an out, and it's overthrown. The receiver falls down, yeah. rolls up into him, and he goes down. And, yeah. and rides it's in just pain. a fluke play. It's just really fluky, but also, like, have your head on a swivel, man. You're on a football field, and also it's just bad luck, too. Like, that happens a good bit, but they, that happened that the receiver fell down. I think it, it might have been the DB. I don't know. But rolled into him that did something to his and he he, he he walked off. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like he it wasn't like a debilitating injury. I know. I saw injury. it. I remember because we pointed it out. We we're like, oh, that kind of sucks. Hopefully he's okay. But I don't. Think well, I was just I threw my hands up. Like, of course that just yeah, happened. You your your best DB on your team just got rolled up on. He had know, been playing. He had been playing at a high level before that. Do you know that specifically that is the injury that led mm. to the? We just we don't. I don't. We don't. We don't, I don't sure. And I don't. I don't just say that's the reason he struggled so much last year because if it was. They wouldn't have moved him to safety this year. They'd have been saying, "All right, well, he's yeah. he's healthy now." I think, yeah, I think something was lost there with with old Duke Cooper. But so going back to the draft, uh, yeah, Jamie kept the streak going. But I, I did it. I did. The, I wrote the column about it, and I I know they won't have seventeen guys drafted, but there are seventeen or eighteen names guys that could yeah. that you would not be stunned. And I'm talking about you know Shaheen Brown if he has a good year and goes pro, Renardo Green. Casey Roddick, Jeremiah Byers, people like that. Like, Byers, I think, is probably a, a definite to get drafted. But there are 17 guys that could possibly get drafted. Yeah, and a lot of those guys have two more years of eligibility. So they may not all go this year. Like Byers, the yeah. guy that could yeah. go the next year. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, there's a ton of guys. I, if, if you had so to set over it over under, 10, under nine, somewhere eight, in that ballpark. Eight and a half, something like that. Tom and I did it on the yeah. air. We were talking about it one day, and I said, let's just go through right now, guys, you think we'll get drafted. And, and then he said to me, this year? I'm like, okay, well, in fairness – we just think we'll get drafted in the next two years. Off and I this team. Yeah, off, off this, this team. too deep. Yeah, and we, I mean, when you, if you just want to go segment group by segment group, you do. It gets weighty. You get up to 17, 18, 19 and guys. Do you agree with me that I don't know where Jordan Travis is going to get drafted, but I think it's between Bryce Young and, and Stetson Bennett. 
I mean, that's 127 picks, but I think <laughs> I, it's in that window. If he plays like he did last year, I think he could be a first-round pick, but definitely second-round. I don't think he goes below second. If he plays like he did last year or better. Yeah. I mean, be, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, now because they, they don't hold it so much against they, them. Yeah. He used to have, in fact, back in the day, he wouldn't have been drafted. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I still I still say he's going to have to have a banner year to be a first-round pick because he still has things going against him that, sure. that, that are tough to overcome. But, but if, he, if he just plays like he did to, that he did to end last season or just has the exact same season, I think he's between, like I said, he's a draft pick. Where I did Stetson he, end up? Fourth round. 128, fourth round. Yeah. I think he's somewhere in there. I think he, no, that's fair. he's that, in that, that window. That, that's a fair window. But I think, man, I think he's going to have a better year than he did last year because he looks better. I thought he looked better this spring than any other time I've seen him. And they're so much better around him. I mean, yeah. they're they're markedly better talent-wise, I think, from where they were a year ago. What about Toa Feely? I think he gets drafted. I don't uh, yeah, know I yeah, what y'all think. Yeah, no, he... he Here's the thing. I mean, he's Thomas, his skill set. He's on the list of guys that could get drafted. Sure. I think he may be a very good pro. I mean, the thing about him is, and Tom and I talked a little bit on the smash last night, he really can run between the tackles. Yeah. He did I mean, a, he, he did a much better job this past year than he had ever done. Like he, he had some tough yards for first yeah, down. He's yeah, it's it's like that's not a liability. Like he he can run between the tackles and he's got elite speed and he's become a really good receiver. Well, like, the receiving what would you aspect, not like about him? Yeah, the receiving aspect of what he is is the strength of who yeah. he is. I mean, that's what an NFL team would would really be looking at. Cuz I don't think anybody's going to look at him and say he's a guy we want running between the tackles in the NFL. Right. Yeah. Now, he's got to get bigger and stronger still, but he catches everything and he can in a pinch, you know, you can run in between the tackles. And he can run. He's got yeah. legit NFL speed. And then when yeah. you throw in Burst and Johnny and Trey, um Yeah, yeah. You know, well, Trey's a prototypical NFL running back. So you've got you've got guys on that. Jaheim, I mean, th- those are all, those are guys that are all going to get drafted, uh, maybe rather highly. Some of them. No fan eighteen ninety three in the chat says that Jordan's bigger and and strong, heavier than Bryce Young. That's true. Bryce Young is pretty special. Yeah, that arm, yeah, that arm talent isn't he. Again, we all love Jordan Travis, um, but he his arm isn't Bryce Young's arm. Bryce Young is just. And when you Predator, say arm, elite. you're not talking about arm strength. You're well, talking about arm you're talent. talking about talent. Arm talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, also also the, the, the whole the whole yeah. ability in the pocket to somehow he's you know, Bryce Young's as special as it gets. I think in that area. Yeah. A pass. I mean, he's a five ten guy that doesn't run all that well or mm-hmm. much, and he was just drafted number one overall, and nobody batted an eye on it. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, a, if you're gonna knock it, you, you you're gonna hold your breath every time he gets hit because yeah. he's tiny, and you know it's the NFL. So if he doesn't continue to make people miss and have eyes in the back of his head, he's dead. And the great thing about Jordan last year, which you know we we, we know will continue, is he stopped taking hits. He started sliding. He's yep. much much smarter. Well, and I think decisions. the biggest thing is he proved he could throw from the pocket. Yeah, he didn't get sacked. That's the biggest they thing. Blocked he it up. Proved for him that too. he could throw from the pocket, and he needed to do that. And then he surpassed any expectation we could have had. I thought it was amazing. It, it, a, it's a remarkable transformation. And it like when you start talking about what this offense can be, it's hard to not sound like completely homerish. But rea- I mean, think I think about, they're top ten offense in the country for sure. I mean, what would you do to scheme against? You've them? got problems. The balance is unbelievable. You've yeah. got three viable tight ends. You've got a deep offensive line. You got five running backs. You got an elite quarterback. You got a unicorn at receiver. You that have you a can't six cover. seven receiver yeah. that you know if he gets consistent catching the easy ones, he's really going to be unstoppable because he makes all the tough catches. Um, you do. You, you you are lacking explosiveness at that position, receiver. For now, yeah. There's a port. There's the portals open. Well, baby. I mean, we we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, if you're gonna try to find a weakness, I don't think they have a ton of difference makers at receivers. Depends on what you know. I guess it depends yeah. on. I mean, 
your guy Deuce Span, if that if, if that becomes emerges, a thing. If he emerges, oh goodness gracious, yeah, because he, I mean, that's an NFL receiver, of yeah, without question. He's a different looking dude. Oh, God help defenses if Deuce Span figures it out, because he runs better than anybody on that team, yeah. and he looks like an NFL receiver. He just doesn't do the things that an NFL receiver does yet. But if he gets that figured out, route running and consistently catching, forget about it. Yeah, he's he, scouts would drool over him, but. You have the ability to really, you don't have to change personnel. You know, you can stay right. on the field on a drive and you put defenses in and and you handcuff defense because yeah. they got to keep guys out there. They don't want out there for certain down distance leverages. And you, because you have the ability to be multiple with those guys, they can do so many things. So I do think the offense is going to be elite. I don't think there's any doubt. That's the one thing that I wouldn't even, I don't spend a lot of time talking about. I'm like, Elite. Well, it was elite last year, and it'll be better. It'll be but, better. But yeah. yeah, it. I think it's going to be elite against anybody they face. I, yeah. I really. I think that there won't be a game. Maybe the LSU game we'll have to see because that's elite talent. Um, I don't know. Do, do you think there'll be a game? How many games will they score less than thirty points? Here's the only, the only thing that concerns Probably me. Two, one, maybe. one or two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one possibly. And to me, the only thing that can really hold them back is them mentally. And I just again, I, we talked about it a little bit during the spring. At, while we were at practice, there was a day during the spring where the offense wasn't really clicking and you could see the frustration. Like that, that's what you, if that happens, they can, they can bog themselves down. Mm -hmm. You know, if Jordan gets frustrated, receivers are not doing what they're supposed to do, dropping passes. And they, because I thought like the NC State game, uh, like you can't, it's hard to fathom the NC State game now. That, that yeah. game was pathetic. But he was happened. bad. The offense was bad. Everything receivers was terrible. Were terrible. Receivers were awful. And yeah, those, that's an outlier. It doesn't happen often, but man, it's gonna happen once. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even like that that's... LSU 2019 team scored 17 against Auburn or whatever it was. Yeah, like you're gonna have a a clunker. I'd say the FSU 13 team is the only one I remember in our lifetimes that really didn't have a clunker offensively. Yeah, I mean, I, just, it did for a while against BC, and then it just second half they just killed them. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just it's hard to find a game. The LSU game could be it. I mean, they do have That's legitimate good. NFL talent on the defense of that NFL uh, LSU team, but I I don't. It's it's hard. It's not gonna be Florida. It's not gonna be Miami. <clears throat> you wouldn't think. Maybe no. a maybe the road pit game if it's in clement weather. You, you have some issues. Maybe I it, I can't find a game where it's where it's easy to pick them to score less than thirty one points. So you going back to where we started this. I just think, you know, with Norvell as a play caller, with the improved talent they have, with Jordan at the place he is now, I think he's got a chance to have a huge, huge year. And if he does, I don't know, man. The he one might thing be a first-round pick. He might, but the one problem he might have is they may not need him to be great in a lot of games. They could just run well, over Well, that's what I was thinking, like the, the Syracuse game last year. I think he threw for, I mean, it was like 18 of 20 or whatever it was, but it's like 130 yards. Like, he didn't have to do anything special. And I think that could be a lot of this season is him not having to do special. but. If he puts up numbers and then has those moments like he had against Florida, had against <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma, wow. yeah. if he does that against LSU with everybody watching and against Clemson with everybody watching, well, then he's in the conversation for everything that he's in the conversation for. Headliner questions forthcoming. Hang in there. We'll get to them in just a moment. Some little headlines. 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment.